Welcome to the Sovereign Light Moment, a thriving place where we can share our life together. Brought to you by Anchor FM Radio, broadcasting on Spotify, Radio Public Breaker, and Google Podcasts. I am your hostess, Reverend Maria Arvanati, <laughs> with our very special guest for today, Gabriella Bendetindala. <laughs> Hello. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. So how are you doing? Welcome oh my, look at this. The sovereign light. <laughs> we're getting we're getting in and out of realities here. How are yeah. you? Yeah. Well, I'm okay, thank you. It's very funny because I was quite uh, <laughs> you know stressed out before I came here is my first podcast. <laughs> I don't even know uh, the technology of this thing, but well, we try to do things and show my journey a little bit. Oh, um, folks, um, uh, Gabrielle Tyndall, Gabriella Tyndall is a believer of quantic orthodoxism. And Gabriella Beden Tyndall was born in a beautiful city on the border of the Black Sea of Romania. She fell in love with the English language since she was six, learning on her own from books and studied at the Universitia di Bucharest in 1989 to 2007. She is a former English Romanian teacher, a global accent uh, NHS interpreter as of January 28th, 2013 to 18th from College, uh, Hull College, GCSE, English former Romanian English interpreter at um, Key Languages LTD and Kingston upon Hull Council City interpreter. Uh, her key languages, uh, I think I'm repeating this, is a council city interpreter. And now Gabriella went on to healthcare in 2012 with the help of several agencies in residential home placements. Um, she was able to interpret jobs for council and hospital. At the moment, she works for the obstetrician genealogist in a hospital where she is known by all the midwives as the baby whisperer. <laughs> Gabriella blesses with her prayers in mind and heart for every baby coming out from C-section. And when they cry, she puts her hands on their little heads and tells them, it's okay, don't worry, baby. And they stop crying. And Gabriella, she is very spiritual and became a seeker of the light since 19, I think as far as she can remember, 1995? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and she always thinking of Mother Gaia, surrounded by angels of light and healing. 
After years of trauma and separation with her own self, Gabriella discovered the art of intuitive drawing. In February of 2020, she started drawing and has a wealth of beautiful prints to share with the world. Each drawing on the soul journey has an inspirational title. She just draws lines and thinks of nothing. And then at the end, her soul defines the drawings. She prays the angels of God will touch people's heart and let them be light and heal with this, her self-expressions that she channels through her artwork. And it, it appears like in the background, as you can see right now that she's showing all of the collections of her artwork, including a mural that she just most recently done on her wall. <laughs> It to me, it appears like urban artwork. Uh, <laughs> and so ground yourself, folks, for this beautiful, beautiful um, episode here. And I hope that you will find some resonance and um, you can always reach out to her. Uh, the information is found uh, wherever you're looking at this or hearing this radio podcast. Uh, the information is here. You can um, contact her and find her on Facebook, her profile, reach out to her. She's a wonderful teacher and friend. And she's now available even on Twitter, if you would like, and you can find her there. So let's begin this beautiful session here today that uh, we might explore further. Yes. Hello, Gabriella. Oh, hello. <laughs> Oh, your presentation was a bit too much for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I'm just a, a simple person. Like, um, yeah, I, I, I was an English teacher in my country. Um, I used to be a supply teacher. English teacher was for me the form of creativity and the way I was giving love and kindness to the children. And they were giving me their youth and their joy all the time. So I was blessed and honored to be uh, an English teacher and, of course, a Romanian teacher. So that happened like almost 20 years. And um, after that, I um, decided to come to England um, in uh, certain circumstances of my life. Probably it was uh, another cycle of my life. <laughs> Uh, coming to be so um, we are here to talk about transformation I suppose and uh, healing and sickness I am a seeker so I come yes uh, I, I wrote there in my profile that I like quantic um, orthodoxism because um, in my family, people were Orthodox and I was baptized as Orthodox. Um, and yes, I, I even followed the rituals of Orthodoxism, but uh, my, um, my heart was always incomplete because I didn't feel that those rituals will complete something in, inside. I, I knew that some, it's something more than all those, um, <laughs> you know, ways people were 
talking about God or about Jesus, about everything in the Bible. So I always thought that Bible is only the beginning of um, um, listening, understanding and learning about God. And I always thought that God is in ourselves as well because we are sparkle of God. And this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for finding myself, my own self, as that sparkle of divine, you know, that we don't feel it because in physicality we are, you um, say, too busy with the worldly, worldly things, surviving the systems or, you know, living, um, following some certain, you know, certain laws, regulation, rules. And this, all this stop, stop ourselves to be more creative or, uh, um, I don't want to be bored by all these things. So I was just looking and reading books. And I remember in 1995, before I came to England, I didn't know even if I would come. Um, I was just praying and I was, it was, a part of my <laughs> journey, I think, because um, after uh, I've done the prayers that usually they do in Orthodox Church, I felt nothing. And one day I just fell on my knees and prayed to God, that if, if, it's, if you are there and you listen to me and it's my path to go to England, please help me. And in that moment, I felt like... Um, lots of electrical energy on my spine going up and down um, and they stopped on the base of my my head and I felt like a huge huge energy I, I can't even explain what I felt then but I, I start crying and I, I felt like blessed and I think in two three weeks time the things just went one by one and I found the job online. I applied for the job. People from England emailed me and they say, uh, please in two weeks come to England. So this is how I, I left everything. I took a bag and I left <laughs> to England bring the job. Uh, so that happened in around 2009. And since then I'm here. Um, Unfortunately, I wasn't brave enough to go in schools here because the system is different and probably I wasn't prepared for the change. But uh, because I discovered I'm very empathic, uh, I, I, I have that intuitive care for people. I like to help people. I like to, uh, I feel happy when someone is smiling to me or say thank you to me even for a glass of water. I feel that I've done something for that person and I gave a little bit of joy. So for this reason, I accepted to go in care and work as a care assistant. Then um, I uh, continue to work and, you know, uh, understand the system here, meet people, talk, even get married here with someone, uh, dedicate my family, my new family and uh, the new children and so on. So time just passed. Um, 
but um, I still felt that I'm like, um, I was like a bird in a, in a little golden cage, you know. This is how I felt many times in my life. Um, and the only thing I never, never, it never left me was faith. I always had, had the faith that even if it's hard in life, if you have faith, you will be helped to pass through all these challenges because our soul is always in a, on a journey. And the more enlightened you want to be, I suppose the harder it is to pass through challenges. So um, in 2019, with all these changes and all this COVID virus, <laughs> operation i we i went through another trauma that i would i wouldn't like to talk about right now but that opened my um, decision to heal through drawing or writing about my problems my emotions and everything else um in the meantime I continue to study uh, the spiritual world, to listen to uh, programs, to understand how other people channeled different, um, I don't know, celestial beings, like angels, like Pleiadians, like... I think I resonate with Lemurian sometimes. And um, for example, I love uh, Tom Kenyon uh, um, books and his sound, healing through sound and vibration. And little by little, uh, little, by little I, try, I understood that everybody's talking about their own journey, but we have to discover our journey. So I've been always a person that was doing in life things intuitively. So I think um, I started with Doodle like everybody. Doodle online, I looked at some creative arts and little by little. Um, I started to use only certain symbols that you can see them in my drawing. And I can explain that for me, the triangle is the trinity, the rose represents the DNA, and that is thanks to Almin, because uh, in Almin's uh, angels um, channeling writing, uh, it was clear that DNA is like a flower, like a rose. So whenever I I draw the rose, for me rose is the flower of DNA. So the, the petals that open all the time. And then I, I'm attracted a lot by the spiral, that for me spiral is the creation and divine mother. For me, I don't know for others. And what is interesting, whenever I am drawing a rose, but drawing something, uh, that only my soul wants to draw it and I show the drawing to someone each person understands the drawing 
from their own point of view. So they can see the drawing with their own eyes. That sometimes is not what I thought it was. It's just what they think it is. So it's very interesting because that shows me the level of understanding of the vibration of this drawing, you know, because then after, after I, I let them tell me, my colleagues, for example, I let them tell me, what do you see in this? And they say, oh, I see a face or I see a baby or I see, and then I explain them, no, it's a butterfly. <laughs> and then I show them and say, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a butterfly, but I didn't see it like that first. So that's very interesting because then each soul is there resonate in a, in a certain level with the drawing. So when you appeared in my life, uh, Maria, and you, you said, oh, your drawings are beautiful, you should put them on. I said, oh, no, this is just like an exercise for my healing. Oh, no, 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 they are quite nice. Because I want to say I don't have any background for, for drawing or anything like that. My grandfather on my father's side um, was a monastery painter. And I suppose maybe that is a little bit of art in my genes. And that's why I can express myself a little bit. But um, yeah. This is the story. So um, I wrote on a piece of paper some of the titles that are just coming into my head after I finish uh, I finish uh, a drawing. Like it's, and I could see now that most of the them of them are like soul and hope, or the vision, or rose of hope, or soul and flower so you see so everything is related to my soul because i want to heal my soul of all the traumas i've been through since i was little so um what i'm looking into all these drawings is if the vibration of the drawings can heal someone i would be very happy to show them to people and when you maria um, advised me to put them all into a book. I wanted to do that in the same time it was like synchronicity because between your thoughts and my thoughts. I'm channeling because, here. Because yeah. when when you when you said to me it would be great to put them in a book, I had the same idea. And I was thinking, oh, that means my soul wants that. Can I so, just adjust further in this? Can I expand further? Yes. Yeah. Okay, folks, we, we're now, you know, we're into this deep and we're sharing the healing process that we're going through. And for many of you who are resonating through the dark night of the soul uh, with spiritual strength into expansion with me, Reverend Maria Arvanitidis and Gabriella Bede Tindel. What met I suggest here, I'm kind of channeling for us here. How about you do this book? It could be similar to a children's book. And you do um, paint by color by numbers. And each color can represent a certain vibration or a frequency that they might feel that they might want to put into the each, you know, paint by numbers. This is what I'm getting. Paint by and numbers, by numbers. Wow. and whatever feeling you're saying mostly how people see it 
through their perspective of their thoughts that's probably still keeping them in trauma. Okay, so we capture that. And then how does it make you feel? And how do you see it that you might go through the healing process through colors, through the various chakras, whatever it is that you might want to say, this color represents for you. How does it make you feel this color? Okay, so now why don't we do it by paint by numbers? And this uh, color here is this and this, and, and they could go on and do their own. See, and maybe you can take them through a journey where they respond to you with various colors or whatever, and then you can have an ongoing, you know, um, I don't know, teaching or something like that if you want, but it's great for children. Um, if you can see on the top there, that is an angel, a little angel with all the colors on it. Oh my God, you're already doing it. Yes, yes, you're already yeah. doing it. The colors, you're putting the colors in already. Oh, wow. That, that, that was an angel. Uh, uh, exactly what you told me now. Um, I was thinking of all chakras and oh, the rainbow. Because, wow. you know, the rainbow is the bridge between this world and the angel's world. So when I draw that little, little uh, rainbow angel, because this is how it's called, I was thinking about that. Everything is divinely synchronized and unfolding in such perfect moment. It's it's amazing how we work through the infinite, you know, and, and become an inanimate, like we, we animate through the, the motions and, and the divine, how we just kind of dance with the divine in this way and we and it works through us. It's amazing, isn't it? It is, it is. Um um i think the purity stays in the soul it doesn't matter how physical we feel but inside in our hearts we are always pure um and this purity is giving us the hope to fight and to uh you know survive different trauma in trauma i think um it's very harsh and i think it's the past through resurrection this is the path through resurrection is going through lots of traumas and have the ability to pass through them it is very hard and it is very hard but we have to find out why it's happening it's our and beliefs it's our beliefs that are creating these uh, these resistances that's not allowing the energy to flow and uh, this this is what happens we have to break through it and when we do and we break the matrix uh, we see we, we see this resurrection but also others see it as resilience you see and we transform and yeah so you can could you further expand on this please <laughs> yeah well <clears throat> transformation transformation um i think transformation can be shown very well through creativity uh you can create anything because we are the spark of god and yes. so we are creative and that is the spark that makes us divine the creativity and creativity can be measured through sound, through vibration, through drawing, through music, through anything, even through prayer or meditation. 
is part of all divine. You know what and I'm what getting we... here? The, the feeling. We have to feel it because if you're just in the thinking of it, that's the, I would say, the ego mind wanting to be in the driver's seat. And instead of letting the heart, like you're all about following your heart and you're setting a good example for everybody, but it's the resistances of the mind that creates all these traumas and these, uh, these experiences that if we were just to allow ourselves to feel, and it doesn't matter having to prove or explain to our common sense and just go with it and allow everything to just happen, magically unfold itself and accept the miracles all around us. If we were to just allow ourselves to feel, then, then all of this trauma would not exist anymore. I believe that very much. And, and your drawings too. I mean, if we start adding color to it as well, people will start, it's all about, it's not so much about what you're thinking and what you're seeing through that perspective because that's your belief system. It doesn't have to have any meaning more so, but how do you feel? You know, if you're blocking the sense of feeling, then yeah, it's gonna result in the most densest kind of ways in the form of pain. I think the only way we can remove obstacles is, is like you say, let flow, let life flow. Yes. Because, because uh, the thing is, uh, all, the, all the way through our physical life, we have to obey certain rules. And then we become like prisoners in our own, you know, heart. Because we are not allowed to do this, we are not allowed to do that. And then you don't feel free anymore. And then what is the freedom? The freedom of the soul. Like I said, you always feel like a bird in a cage. That if you open the door of the cage, the bird will still stay in the cage. Yes, yes. Will not fly. Will not fly because this is what the bird knew all, all her life. But remember the elephant, remember the baby elephant who's, who's tied to that little twig, right? That's on the ground. And then it grows up, you know, and then it's still thinking that it can't move because it's tied to that that branch that's on the ground, right? Yeah. That's dug in the ground or and it's chained to a pole or whatever it is, and it thinks it can't move with that because did you remember that analogy? Oh, I don't know. I About remember. the elephant, the baby elephant, and when it grows, it knows, it thinks it's still tied to this pole or this twig. Or oh, right, yeah. Dug yeah. on the, you know? <laughs> and the power <laughs> that elephant has, it doesn't recognize its own power. We, we are like that because that, that fear for unknown. So when you are afraid of things, then you, you don't want to go further. Like for me or my conversation with you, it's a first step to talk to the world about the joy, divine joy and divine kindness, the divinity in ourselves that I always felt it. And I always felt that I was different than majority. And sometimes people couldn't resonate with me and couldn't understand me. Um, and yeah, that's frustration there, but it's pain. <laughs> we can go beyond that and, you know, learn to live in a better reality, that's the reality of your own soul. 
So my journey, a healing journey, but a discovery journey of my own, my own soul, my own um, inward self. And uh, that's all I can say. Do you know anything? Do you know anything about the soul being the reflection of mirrors? And could you maybe explain what the, is there any difference or is it all in one the same that the soul is these mirrors that we have to work through? And do we eventually dissolve into the one mirror and then does the soul still exist if we remove the mirror altogether? I think the soul is, the soul exists, it doesn't matter the mirrors. Okay. Mirror, like you said, is reflection <laughs> of the soul. So you have to find your own, your own soul. So you would be able to remove the mirrors who are reflecting okay. at you. But I think it's a part of like the mirrors are the contracts you have, and you have to pass through each challenge. When you pass the challenge, another mirror is broken, and another mirror is broken, and then you can see the light. This is how I see it. It's only personal. I don't wow. know. Wow. Yeah, I never saw it that way. That's very, that's very interesting. And at the same time, we're clearing all the lineages from all timelines, uh, from the past and future, we're changing. Yes, because we are again we are stopped by the time oh i can't do this i'm too old i can't do this i'm too old what time is it what time is it everybody's asking what time is it if we if we didn't have a time nobody would be so stressed would be, no we would it's true isn't it if we wouldn't have time of course maybe we wouldn't have such structure that it is you know related to the time, oh, I, I'll be late, I can't catch the bus, I can do this, I can do that. But if you don't think of time, you have the opportunity to, like for example, when I'm drawing, I, or I, usually I'm in my day off, or my afternoon off, I put my, my YouTube with my meditation music on, take a piece of paper and I start to do lines and just relax. And I don't even look, I can hear the clock, but I don't, I don't look at the time. I don't care about the time. I just draw and it's going and going, going. I don't, I don't, I'm so happy. I, I don't relate to the time. So in a way, time is just a little <laughs> impediment of our um, flowing, you know, I, this is what I think. I see a paradox in this. Because, um, yeah. Go ahead. Because that's why I think that's why we are limited in this dimension because of the time. Right. Absolutely. But uh, time, I see, it reminds me, this is a paradox now. It's, it's a linear construct. Yeah, exactly. It's a three-dimensional, uh, like you're saying with pyramids that creates, okay, but in, in the density of it all is one point that connects to the other, and then you have a line. So it's a linear time uh, construct, okay. But then you're all about 
structure and lines <laughs> it's like what a paradox in here it takes you right out of timelessness uh, into timelessness by doing this isn't it <laughs> it's a paradox you know, i think you know why it's happening i think because uh, it shows how you can go, get out of your own physicality right. to the divine truth because the creation is coming from your heart you don't know what you'll do it. The linearity is part of your physicality. So with them two will become one. And what is the blessing is the first, is the trinity, isn't it? So God is blessing your work with your creation from your heart that comes from mother, my divine mother, because divine mother is creation. Divine father is wisdom. And then the love is coming from Christ, consciousness, isn't it? It's from Christ is unconditional love. So all three, they just complete you as one. I love it. The Trinity, Mother, Father, God. I this love is how this is how I feel. So, yeah. <clears throat> uh, and I think because now the energies are so high up and so changing, even in on the whole planet, we are between the worlds now. We are between the linear time and the unlinear time let's say like because because our soul is immortal but uh, our physics is mortal so it's always a clash between because we are dual aren't we and our fight is just to become one not to get out of this duality in a way or another or grounding and, grounding so that we can actually uh, appear in the physical reality like right now with my technical right you <laughs> see even you even you presented me into di two dimensions like one is the fifth and one is the third <laughs> or multi-dimensional <laughs> like, I, I i have one i don't know i have one of the uh yes please okay. show us i think this. i think i had one of the drawings here Yes. that was was called but i can't remember which one <laughs> it was called uh layers oh that one uh-huh you see this one is called it's layers layers okay <laughs> layers uh -huh. and when i saw layers it was like we have like dimension under dimension and the, like layers of layers of layers of layers of consciousness Amazing. and then until until you don't pass each layer of consciousness you will not become one and that's why you come back all the time in the same certain stories because you don't realize uh, you don't you don't learn you didn't learn the, the you didn't learn the the lesson where is where is the lesson where is the, the start point and the end point mm. so um then cycles cycles happen like from what I've noticed in my life, sometimes it's between seven years, sometimes in 10 years, the cycles. And all the time a cycle ends up very, very traumatic. <laughs> Something happens that is just like push you out of your comfort zone and remind you that you are not only physical, but you are a spiritual being. And then push you to do things that you've never thought you'll do like is my my wall now <laughs> like this morning i didn't know how i would present myself and look at that i've learned <laughs> so much already from you um because i see things in color and i express things in different um deflections of the light 
which creates color. And so how you how you interpret it <clears throat> is so much to do with lines and layers and geometry and and you know outlines uh, you, that you can interpret and and show to the world without color you're, you're describing this and this is amazing because I could not see it like this before I think uh, the color I, I I like to present it in a pencil or pen or dark dark white and white and black okay because the so the idea is coming now in my head because of the in yang in yang is white and black there's no color there so in yang they are both in one circle that is the unity so it's the masculine divine masculine and divine feminine in one creation wow. so this this is how i find it that my heart resonates better if i am not putting color in it but uh, talking about that, I, I I would like to paint something. So I prepared the colors here, and one day <laughs> I'll start painting like you. I don't know uh, if I can show. There you go. The colors are waiting. Uh, <laughs> is that oil paint that you have there? Oil paint tubes? It's just acrylic paint. Acrylic so tubes. Okay. Next. Next time I'll buy some brushes and I'll try my <laughs> yes. my lines and fines and um, games with the color. See uh, how my heart resonates. And in the same time, I'm attracted to the sacred geometry as well, like you know the metatron cube, the all those geometries and things they are quite i already started uh, if you can see uh -huh. a little bit here wow um, here yeah uh -huh. can you see yes yes that's nice it almost looks like um first nations artwork first nations yeah. artwork like uh the totem poles that they have carved out of wood that the um, so yes little by little i i'll start to um but i don't want to think uh i think it disappeared okay i don't want to think too much because then if i think it will not be intuitive it will be uh, a creation of thinking you know so I want to continue with this intuitive because, because intuitive drawing is giving me the joy of discovering my own soul layer by layer. Right. I also, what I'm getting out of that is like those totem poles from the First Nations, which they have spirit animals that they become initiated and they have a symbology of that a spirit animal that they follow and that represents them and their soul yeah i am i am correct i think i am um i have like totems you know yes. like like uh, native native tribes they have their own totems right. so i feel i feel that i am working with a triangle with a spiral with with a flower with so these are the elements that are always there. Sometimes my triangle is white, sometimes it's not. Or uh, let's say 
we can see the elements, the five elements in the drawing. And the five elements are the unity, the creation itself. So this is how I how it's coming to me. So with the, what I see it um, is um, the the splitting of of your your chi, your life force, and it goes into five elements, like you're saying. And it also it goes into the other membranes that create the other realities that are the chakras and the wheels and other portals yes. that we yes. can get taken into. And yeah. it's really interesting how you see these layers and that you can instantaneously remove the membrane through your work. Whereas with me, I do it with color and I see it that it's a charge and then we remove the color into maybe a sapien and then from the sapien into black and white. So the charge is removed and then the layers, which you just go right into the layers and it's amazing. Maybe that's so why you, yeah, maybe that's why you are attracted by my scribbling <laughs> because, yeah. because you are, you are, uh, you are coming from gold. So <laughs> very interested in, in your teachings. Yes, I, I became very attracted to that. Yes. I um like we say, you know, I am very amazed of how people can channel things. But looking at my drawings, I think this is a channel, these are channel drawing because I don't think of them. They just come. I just draw some lines and then I fill them up and let my my hand do it, do the job, you know. So then I thank the angels and I thank my Lord and I thank Mother, Father, God. And I'm grateful and I'm thankful and I am loved and I do the affirmations and then I'm happy to start oh, another day. This is where it starts after, you know, you can do this even in a book, like you're saying with the affirmations, with the prayers, everything like that. But you can also help others with theirs uh, to bring out in theirs. Like for instance, what you got going on there, the mural on the wall is amazing. You can do that for people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or you can even do it in a book where you paint by numbers or like I saying, like I, there's so many things that you can expand and explore on, especially what you have to offer as a gift to others doing these kind of murals. Well, my, my gift for others is that every night before I go to sleep, I pray for the world and for the planet. And I pray that the light of God will touch each heart and will stop all this nonsense of wars and must divine masculine energies and divine feminine mas uh, energies will come to an end and will balance because um, if it's too much material heart or too much material heart, it's not good. Everything has to be in balance from what I learned. Each Everything that we do and is not balanced becomes addiction or becomes chaos. So this is a lesson I think that I learned that through meditation, through prayer, through understanding your own soul and spirit and heart and through um, peace, peace of mind, you can you can become balanced and then you'll see the light 
easier. Right. And as we do that and we're clearing everything, uh, we're also doing it for the rest of the uh, world planetary and galactic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's amazing how each and every one of us, even if we're not actually reaching out to help others, how we're actually doing it on a global scale for others from the inside by clearing ourselves. And we make this difference in the world by helping others by doing it internally through through our own soul. It's amazing. Yes, I, I, I think that it's it intention of like peace and balance and stability um, and clarity and purity and everything that, yes. you know, like we learned from the churches that there are the virtues of Shekinah, um, the Holy Spirit. If if we try to go further on this path and work through our physicality, this balancing things, then less and less bad energies will come towards us or more challenges, depends. Depends what your program is. But we can come out of the matrix and we can enjoy the light of God. Uh, because sometimes I, I feel that we are imprisoned uh, of all these realities that we, conf we are confronting with every single day. And then if, if like you said, if we, if we are opposing, if we resist to the challenge, then the chaos, the pain, the trauma, they come one by one. And then it's harder to get out of it. But if you just observe them, and don't involve yourself too much in that dark energy, then you'll be victorious, easier. And then you, every soul that you touch, even with a smile, the smile will come back to you. So smile is joy. Many times when I'm going on the street, I can smile to people, people smile to, the, to me, I don't know them. And in my head, I said, oh, may all be blessed today. Oh, thank you, angels, that you protect us and you bless us. And we have another day as a gift from God to do something. So, yeah, it can be done and it's in a very, very simple and easier way. And I think if all of us, we would have the intention of peace and love and light and have that vision of the angels of God surrounding the earth and heal it heal Mother Gaia, then everything would become better for all of us. So right now you're working at a, a hospital. Can you explain more about how you work with uh, you work with babies or children? What department was it again or that you're doing? Because you're doing more than just this. You're doing actually, uh, you know, what is it? Can you please explain or is it OK that you go into it? I do not know if I'm allowed to talk about okay. the job. Okay. Um, in general, I'm just a, a theater support worker. In oh. Canada and Australia, they are called uh, theater technicians. Okay. And we circulate, we circulate for the surgeons and for the nurses that are scrubbing in each operation. So we are working like a team and like a little family. And everybody tries to do their own job the best. So the patient will be looked after and helped out. And that's all in, well, in a nutshell. 
and uh, I'm I'm very proud that that God gave me this opportunity to be part of the teams because the teams are wonderful and people are so good. I mean, oh, before I were there, I didn't even know what means. And myself, I I had an operation uh, in 2012, um, and uh, I was saved <laughs> and uh, yeah, God gave me another chance probably because I have, I still have a mission to do on this earth. And uh, I think each of us, we are missionaries for a better world. We just didn't discover our gift and we are still, I'm still a seeker. I don't know um, what is really my mission, but I try to find out. I, you're blessing our future. You're blessing all those babies that come into this world. Um, Although they are so beautiful. They are like little angels, you know, and they come in such a strong and harsh world. And of course, they are scared about light, about so many people around them. I don't think they understand anything. And uh, not all the midwives say I'm a whisperer, but one of them in particular, whenever I put my hand on them, I said, come on, baby, you're okay, we are here with you, and they're just talking to them, and they just calm down, you know, and because I think they feel some safety or security, you know, and they said, oh, you are like a baby whisperer, and it was quite interesting to say that, but yes, the prayers are always in my heart and my mind whenever it's needed, and when you see, you know, you see the mom and the dad and the baby, such a beautiful thing, you know, so much blessing there, so much unconditional love that you can see, you can see the energy of the, I mean, I can see the energy and you, you feel the joy, you feel like your heart starts like fluttering like a butterfly, you know, <laughs> you and feel the divine your, joy. Your, your favorite quote is, friendship is the pearl of life, unconditional love is the diamond Yes, it's true. Uh, this is how I feel. And well, we have to try to be kind to ourselves so we would be able to be kind to the others as well. So that's your quote. That's your original authentic quote here saying, friendship is the pearl of life and unconditional love is the diamond. I just love that. Yeah, I, I, I thought of that because the true friendship um, is it's not when you are with a person all the time. It's even when you didn't see that friend for 10 years and then you call and the joy is coming. That is unconditional love, isn't it? Because they are not family. They are not, you have unconditional love for your family. But sometimes you don't feel unconditional love for other people like, you do for your family. So when you feel that joy in your heart for a person that you didn't see forever, and you didn't, you weren't even a good, very, very good friend with, with a person, that I feel it is a pure friendship, isn't it? When you can say, hello, how are you? Wow, I, I missed you so much, but you didn't even know if you missed it, but you feel it. Yes, and, oh yes. And, <laughs> yeah, you feel that you miss that, that voice or that person or, this is how I see things. It's just personal. And so also, 
what's Romania like? Because I don't know what kind of experience was, are you like, is Romania, can you maybe expand a little on what it's like to live in Romania? I know you live in the UK right now, but I, I couldn't possibly imagine what Romania might be like to live there. Romania, Romania is a beautiful, beautiful country <clears throat> with beautiful people, but because of so much hardships um, under communism, under democracy, under the rules, under the government, under all sorts of things, people became a bit harsh and sad and live hard and the money is little and I think most of them lost their hope in something better. So, but Romania is a beautiful country. Um, we have everything that can make someone happy from, you know, Gaia's point of view, hills, the Danube Delta, the Black Sea, the mountains. So you can imagine it's, uh, let's say, a paradise. <laughs> so you can visit and you yourself. The only thing uh, that is hurt, hurting people is the economy. Economics, economic yeah, mankind, right? It's just like you. Everything is provided for us. We have so much abundance, and yet we apply so many rules. And you know, it has to be like a, a team, and everybody has to think the same in a uniform way in order to make it work. And that's not really how it is. It's just relax, take it all in, and respond in any way that you feel is comfortable to you without harming anybody of course and enjoy what nature has to offer and work with it without having to say this is mine this piece of land is mine these boundaries here is this and that you know it's like we come here we're not everything we're not going to be here like we end up uh, recycling and our souls are still in our spirit too but this physical body whatever we see the symptom of it's like, like you're saying, we try to put it in the cage and imprison ourselves and then we can't move and we become like a stone, you know, it's like. <laughs> I know what you say, but when you don't have an abode above your head or money to pay for the rent or money to pay for the bread and butter or you lost your job or your, your child or, or you have to make credits to just to pay the gas and the water, it's hard and people in that matrix they stay in the program that's because we spend too much time fighting and resisting in in this thing that we believe that we created recreated this thing called fairness and equality and there really i've learned the hard way now to come to realize there is no such thing as equality there is no such thing as fairness and every time somebody tries to make a point of it whether it be a cashier or a manager or whatever they they kind of like bring everybody down and oppress them so that they can prove to everybody that this thing called fairness and equality that doesn't even exist <laughs> yes, it's no. true, but unfortunately, most of the people are just um, too into, uh, you know, the phys physicality of the uh, of the life and living, not not the spiritual side. So, but I can see even in Romania there are a lot uh, many people now awakening and talking about things we talk now, 
because uh, I think 70% of the Romania is Orthodox and they have, there are other Christian groups as well and people are believing in those rituals and that programming that is given by the church. But I don't say it's a bad thing. It's good. If it's resonating with your heart, it's fine. Uh, I'm not here to say that a religion is bad or a religion is good. All the past and all the religions are good because they all want to work the people's souls towards light and love of God. But each individual has to find out what is the best for them. So when I find out that, that I want more, I just went to read more and so on to find my own path. And I didn't find it yet, but I'm still a seeker. So I don't know. It's just personal. So why am I saying a lot of people will not be able to grasp and will resist this thing that I'm saying here, that there is no such thing as fairness because we're all uniquely different. We all have something valuable to offer. We are all, we have a signature, uh, authentic signature print, energetic signature that we can all offer something to the collective into the oneness that we're all one in in the same but yet we're all distinctly different in the sense that we're sovereign in our light and once we empower and find instead of being um, disabled by it uh, we can become enabled by it and this is what the society is a codependent relationship society rather than uh, a true independent society to help each other in a way that we can support and promote each other in, in the way that, no, we're not all equal. No, nothing is fair, but we, we are here for each other to respect each other's uh, differences and, and yeah. contribute and allow each other to contribute, not just the ones that already have and can be team players in a uniformed way, that uh, you know if they speak up independently then they're shafted it's promote people everybody that we're all connected through this place from within the heart not from the mind but through the heart and once we realize to trust that and surrender and no more fighting we'll see what it's like to live in a matriarchal society <laughs> and it's all inclusive it's not exclusive saying oh no i'm better than you or this is bigger than than this and and compare each other because we all have a different uh you know we're all learning but we're all learning in a different unique way that's not in the concept of fairness or equality because that's oppressive that in its own thing is oppressive to everybody. It's like, oh, why should I give you the attention or thing that you deserve to have right here in this moment when I have to make sure that everybody gets it? Well, everybody can get it when they're ready to receive it. Why block this person because nobody else is ready to receive it? Because once you block this person, then you're creating a whole resistance of that you have to deal with and this is where the money and all this stuff comes and no nothing is fair we're all very valuable 
and we we all have something to offer and it's amazing the things that we can do for each other right here and now <laughs> is there anything else you would like to say to close or anything you would like to to um add to this i um i, I just want to thank you <laughs> that you had this conversation with me and i hope that what I said and my journey will help other people. It's just the beginning, and uh, I hope that I will discover more and more uh, layers of my soul, <laughs> and I can work from behind the physicality of my own living. Um, and you see, I just want to give a lot of love to people and send them healing thoughts to those who are in need now in this moment because we are still living on the earth and we still have lots of problems and wars and uh, you see we have to think of people who are still in pain and will lose someone and I wish to you know, love and light to everybody. Right. You have proven to all of us that the, your state of being and how important it is, how you feel right here in the moment and to remove yourself from your circumstances through your expression of your artwork, how you're doing it and actually learning from it and and feeling a better frequency uh, a more enlightened frequency because you're just in a state of relief aren't you and this yeah. is how we move through the symptoms and are able to heal ourselves and to shift into another frequency through our state of being and you have explained to us how you're doing this for us and for yourself i really wow like the words cannot even describe how, how i'm feeling about all of this it's just amazing what you're doing for the world thank you so very much i think that um, creation is the tool that heals and it gives you hope and hope is love right thank you so very much gabrielle oh thank you <laughs> i hope to have you on here again perhaps i'm not even saying it like in a linear time construct how people have it <laughs> oh and section it off and break it off into season one season two episode oh. one and all these i can't even be bothered i'm like here it is you'll get it oh you are you are pushing me now <laughs> <laughs> So whatever, next time, you know, next whenever, time, yes, yes. Hello? Next time, I, I'll see you drawing in black and white, and you'll see me drawing in colors. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever timeline, whenever you receive this, it was meant to be. And thank you so very much. I, I oh, thank you. This message reaches out to everybody in whatever format it comes to them first, and. Uh, Yes, thank you so very much, Gabriella. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Have a lovely night. Bye.